Captain's Log Supplemental. Spider-Man, Spider-Man, does whatever a spider can. Welcome to the Humanax Podcast. I'm Peter. I think I'm Frank today. I am definitely still Corey. Although I could be Melissa because I worked for her, so <laughs> I don't know. So you're going to hear this before our road trip, which you're going to hear more news of. But this is some timey-wimey stuff, so just deal with it for a minute. The magic of the interwebs. Yeah. Yes. Editing magic. You won't even be able to tell it's two different episodes. Or three as we're going. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But anyway, you guys said you had some news? Yeah. Um, Hollywood... Bleh, English. Hollywood I'm going to be really good today. Uh, House of the Dragon started productions. This is the Game of Thrones prequel. So they did a table read for it. As long as one it or two has pictures. more incest, I am okay with it. Well, it's probably going to explain how Daenerys, Targaryen, and... Uh, Jon Snow are actually siblings. I'm not sure how far in the past this is, but because uh, I'm, I've seen Game of Thrones the first season, but I've never gotten past that yet. So one of these days, I'll have some time. I might do that. Um. There's more <laughs> blood and sex the farther in you go. Yeah, that's what I figured. Yeah, yeah. a couple of beheadings and the wedding is supposed to be spectacular. <laughs> I've not seen it. Yeah, get out your red crayons in the coloring book, folks. <laughs> I apparently did not know this, but uh, Bendis's Legion of Superheroes was canceled. Huh? I had not known that. Um, however, don't fret because he's got another one coming out. Um, it's called the United, um, which is the United Federation of Planets, which is you know the governing body in legion time um this is when they're forming around right now so they have a super team called the united isn't that also the the name of the federation the federation of plants is also the name in invincibles universe i'm they not sure about that go against the daxamites well daxamites are are legion of superheroes that's monel yeah, what the hell was... I don't know, whatever species Invincible is. But in Justice League 64, um, they've got a cover, which, you know, they're also basically shadowed out, but Justice League's on the bottom, and there's a Hawkman, a Thanagarian, who is apparently... They're teased for the, for the issue. <laughs> but A hawk person. Hawk person, yeah. Um... But it kind of is like defeating the purpose because the Legion was formed from the people of the United Planets. And eh, I don't know. It just sounds like he's you know retconning something in before the Legion. But hey, as long as his hands are off the Legion right now, I'm happy. Although we're going to be stuck with his Legion for a while probably. <clears throat> um, Doesn't he have a Superman book coming out? Superman in the... Uh... Um, Authority? Yeah, yeah. Uh, that's not him. That's Grant Morrison. Oh, okay. But it's not quite the Authority. 
I mean, Apollo and Midnighter are there. Right. Um, but it's not the same. And Enchantress and... Uh, Manchester Black. Yeah. So it's not the Jenny Sparks Authority with Hawksmoor and Shen Li right. and the and Engineer. And there is a new OMAC. And someone else, too, that I don't recall from the picture, but it was another one that... In that similar vein, yeah. an existing character that's newish. Um, Roy Harper is back to life on DC. How that Hooray. happen? Um, I don't know, but he's got his new power, apparently, with Infinite Frontier. He can shoot up heroin. <laughs> oh, he's shown that power a while ago. Whatever happened in Dark Knight's death metal through the aftermath of the hero's victory resulted in Roy's true resurrection in the midst of Infinite Frontier Zero. Um, he's really only told Green Arrow and Black Canary. He just hasn't told anyone in the Titans. And I believe the Titans Academy is the Roy Harper Titans Academy. They named it that after him. So so we shall see what happens. I don't think they've mentioned what the what his power is. So maybe an infinite, infinite Frontier 2 is it's one of the stories. So... As long as it's not as bad as Huntress's power, seeing the victims of, seeing death through victims' eyes. Oh, so she's got Nexus's power from Mike Barron and Steve Rude back in the eighties. Yeah, you know he was a he had the he had the <laughs> visions and the dreams of the the people that were killed by these, you know, by these people, and he had to go out and avenge them in order to get a good night's sleep. <laughs> um, <clears throat> try, try like warm milk or. Yeah. Well, he'd have nightmares until he killed the the person, so. In the ambiguous section tonight, uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, the third DLC, may have been scrapped. They are um, coming out with another DLC, and with this one, all Pokemon will be in the game. So it's not just like the rumored third one that was going to just finish off no, the Pokédex. No, exactly, no. Oh, so that might be okay. <coughs> we'll see. Yep. I'll believe it when I see it at this point. Yeah. Yep. Uh, there was a Pokemon Go player who held a gym for 1,332 days, and as soon as he announced it, he immediately lost it to a cheater. Nice. <laughs> uh, it's a real life, it's a Poke stop in a real life mountain in the wilderness of Montana. Now, he's, he had a picture saying, you know, Ninetales still going strong. And censored the exact location of the gym for his protection. But not after that, someone found it. A spoofer took it down. Well, which... at least he got his 50 coins. There you go. <laughs> uh, the gym was in the Blue Mountain Observatory near Lolo, Montana. <clears throat> Operated by the University of Montana, it's located on top of Blue Mountain at an elevation of 6,300 feet. Uh, I guess he's he was a fire tower worker or working on a on a fire tower and when the forest was burning in 2017 that's I guess when he put it on there because the only way to get up there is hiking with a lot of snow sometimes he's not unhappy with it he got his 1,331 days in which was his goal um, it's his favorite number for a bunch of convoluted reasons related to Ingress so he said spoofers suck balls but I'm not going to not post because of them. Yeah. Take your 50 coins and shut up. There you go. <laughs> That's still shitty, though. Yeah. 
that someone would just spoof and do that. But. Yeah. Uh, the Flintstones says adult animated comedy sequel series Bedrocks from Elizabeth Banks is in it works is in works at Fox. So apparently Flintstones with Fox. Thought they were Hanna Barbera. That'd fall under WB. Elizabeth Banks is heading it. Uh, been developing a Flintstones project for a couple of years with Warner Brothers Animation as part of her overall deal with the studio via her Brownstone Productions. It comes ten years after Seth MacFarlane developed a reboot of the Flintstones at Fox, although it did not go forward. Bedrock will follow the Flintstone family two decades after the original with Fred on the brink of retirement and 20-something pebbles embarking on her own career. As the Stone Age gives way to a shiny and enlightened new Bronze Age, the residents of Bedrock will find this evolution harder than the swing from Bam Bam's Club. Um, I guess they had done that before in an ABC 1993 made-for-television movie where the kids were older. Pebbles had been working for an advertising agency, marries Bam Bam, then ends up moving to Holly Rock. We shall see. It's co-produced by Warner Brothers Animation and Fox Entertainment. Pilot script will be written by Lindsay Kearns of DC Superhero Girls. Hmm. And I had what you were talking about before, Superman and the Authority by Grant Morrison and Mikkel Janin. Natasha Irons was the character I was thinking of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Superman, Midnight Apollo. Jeremy Irons' daughter. Enchantress, Manchester Black, Omak, (laughs) Natasha Irons, and a flash of sorts. Um, It's an older Superman with gray temples and a kingdom come shield. Right. So, apparently there's something that uh, they can't handle, and he wants to do it on the sly, so he contacts Manchester Black to form a new authority. And Marvel promises the biggest change to the Fantastic Four member since 1961. Something after Doom's wedding. Um, promo page for it says, Flame On, and then the biggest change to a member since blah, blah, blah. So, obviously, it's something with the torch. I mean, he's already been married, I believe. So, you know, Delijah, the Skrull, when she was impersonating Alicia Masters. So, we have no idea what's going to happen. But, man, this is going to be big, folks. You know, maybe he gets a, you know, mohawk or something like Storm did. The biggest thing to happen to them since whenever, they've been completely, all of them have been killed off twice. Mm Mm-hmm. At least. And... And apparently, he's going to start dating uh, Firestar or Iceman, one of the two. Or Iceman, yeah. Um, Brian Hitch. Yeah, Bobby Drake's gay, isn't he? Apparently, yeah. 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 Um, Brian Hitch has a drawing of uh, Calvin Ellis, President Superman. Uh, I think it was a cover, yeah, Infinite Frontier cover. And people are ripping him over the hairline of this character for some reason. Don't know quite. It looks okay to me, but it just looks like it's a little bit back, but it's not too bad. Um, now, you got to take Frank's opinion on hairlines with a grain of salt. Too, he growls. I mean, I don't have much room to speak myself, but... That's odd. Unless they're thinking the shadow in the front is part of the hairline, but that's it, not to me. Is that a Val's odd? Yeah. Well, Calvin Ellis is that Val's odd? Yeah. Okay, that's who it is. Um, uh, Brian Hitch's response to all the commenters about that was, "You lot can f right off." <laughs> that's what he replied to them. 
Well, at least he's honest. Yep, so Brian <laughs> right, Hitch hey. is having a bad hair day, apparently. Who, who's getting paid to draw this? Me or you? Yep. Oh, is it me? Well. <laughs> <laughs> and that's about it for the news that I picked up this week. Um, I just figured I would do that. There I do were... have... Oh, go ahead. Oh, no, good. Yeah. I do have Obi-Wan's 10 smartest, sassiest, and snarkiest lines you'd like me to read them but yeah it's they're not they weren't really that good i didn't they're think. all hello there yeah not, <laughs> not even that it just was like okay well yeah it's just a comment but <clears throat> oh well someone found them snarky and sassy and whatever well obi-wan is worshiped like jesus on reddit so hmm. <laughs> it kind of does look like him i like the uh the posts of the picture of jesus and it's obi-wan yeah. <laughs> I replaced this in my grandmother's house three months ago and she hasn't noticed that right. one. Yeah. <clears throat> well, that'd be the news for me. Oh, the only other thing is they may be replacing the actress who plays uh, Daisy in uh, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. in the, uh, inf in the uh, I was going to say Identity Crisis. Um, Chloe Bennett? Yeah, they may be replacing her in the Secret Invasion series. Yeah, they haven't been able to re-sign her yet. Oh, uh, contract that's terrible. Negotiations. So, <clears throat> just how it goes. Like, um, she Chloe, will regret it. Take just take the money. Just Chloe, take yeah, the money. I, I don't think there's going to be nine or so Powerpuff sequels. So, no, yeah, don't roll the dice on that. Uh, other Marvel filming news: We have set pictures from both Ms. Marvel and Moon Knight. Uh, check them out. Comic accurate costumes for the, them both. Uh, these uh, I'm kind of excited for these, especially Moon Knight. I mean, uh, Oscar Isaac did such a great job as Apocalypse that <laughs> Down Boy. Got to remember that was Fox. <laughs> <coughs> We're washing that stain. And Miss Marvel skin. looks really cool. I mean, uh, I've been following her through uh, <coughs> Champions. The Marvel teen group with uh, Miles Morales, Spider-Man, Kid Nova. Um, what is his name? Uh, Penance. No, was... no, the uh, the Asian kid that's a Hulk. Hulkling. No. Jimmy. Uh, not Jimmy Chu. He makes shoes. Emma Asmodeus. Chu. Amadeus <laughs> uh, or Asmodeus. No, yeah, that's not him. Uh, oh wait, yeah, that's pretty close. Um. Cho is his last name. Amadeus Cho. Yeah. Who may or not be related to the Cho who was in Age of Ultron as the scientist. Oh. There's that, the rumors that yeah, it's his, yeah, his that's uh, his mother, so oh. but Yeah. Keep it loose, keep the continuity loose and don't put yourself down anything until yeah, it's yeah, on yeah. film. Yeah. But that would be a cool I mean, they haven't said anything about a film, but it'd be a cool animated series mm. since it's teens, <laughs> but I'd like to see it as like a They'll be part like of the Young DC's Avengers. Titans. Yeah. Now they're gearing towards the Young Avengers movie, so. Yeah. But they're not Avengers. They're champions. Yeah. Well. My friend. They will and be. And they'll keep on fighting. Till the end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's so tempting to just reach over and slap him a lot of times, you know, but he'd like that. He's into that kind of stuff. Yeah. Do it again, Daddy. Okay, so we're going to be back with even more news. You won't even notice the difference. Welcome to the Medax Podcast. I'm Peter. I'm Frank. 
I'm still Corey. <laughs> Darth Corey. I have been studying. That's right. But, that, but that's a time paradox we won't get into right now. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so this week, we're going to be talking about the... Well, it's this should be coming out on or about Star Wars Day, May the 4th. May the 4th be with you. So, as we did last year, this year we will be talking Star Wars. What's that? Uh, it's a movie about seven people who walk across Middle Earth to throw something into a that's volcano. The, that's oh, wrong okay. franchise. Gotcha. <laughs> I heard about that one. There's only one return, and it's of the Jedi. Not the king. <laughs> the movie should have ended at that logical point where Sam looks at Frodo with that all-too-queer look through the <laughs> window. <laughs> the lights turn down, the bass turns up. And then, unless we want to increase our rating, that's where the quote ends. <laughs> <laughs> so, we're doing a little bit of a time paradox for those listening at home. Um, we're going to forego our normal news segment because... We did this week's news yesterday, which you'll hear next week. And this is this week. As yes. opposed to that. Okay. As opposed to next week. Right. Yeah. Yes, I'll be seven days younger when you hear this. Tiny whiny. Or I'm seven days older when you hear the next one. <laughs> I don't remember. You'll be seven days older than you are now. No. You'll be seven days younger when you hear next week's episode than you are now. Okay. Yeah. <coughs> Technically eight days. That's right. A week. A week has seven days. <laughs> <clears throat> anyway, so um, we have a little bit of a bragging. Well, we do have a little bit of news here. Um it's rumored that Warner Brothers is going to be phasing out DVDs and Blu-rays next year in favor of streaming. They got that HBO money now. Mm-hmm. So, I think that sucks because I'm one of those people who like the physical media in my hand. As opposed to, you know, depending on someone saying, Okay, yeah, you love this movie. We're taking it out next week out of streaming. You know, so... There was a thing Nintendo Nintendo's been periodically pulling games off the eShop. And when they pull a game off the eShop, you can't access the game till it's back on the eShop. Mm -hmm. Unless it's like there are exceptions, like there are time release games. <clears throat> but they pulled a game off on Friday because the game references hell and is rated E for everyone. But because hell of, can be for everyone. But the condentation of hell in other cultures make the game have to increase its rating to E10+. So they pulled it off for now, and then once they put it back on, then if you've paid for that game, you'll be able to play it then. Hmm. But because it was taken off due to uh, an issue, the game is not playable even if you've bought it. Yeah. That's one of the things I just don't... Yeah. This is just a rumor, though? Pretty much, but the way Warner Brothers... Um, well, let me pull that back up there real quick. I'm going to be honest, I can't see it happening. Right, what if I want to watch a Blu-ray in Frank's basement where you know there is no cell signal because he doesn't want his uh, guests <laughs> communicating um, with the outside? 
one of the things that um, they're seeing is that Warner Brothers has no plans to commemorate some landmark anniversaries next year in the world of animation. Um, there's no plans to commemorate Daffy or Tweety's anniversaries next year. The company is slowly transitioning away from physical media. There are no plans for classic cartoons on DVD or Blu-ray, except for one project there in the middle of which will come out late this year. Um, so, <clears throat> the focus is on streaming, HBO Max. The thing is, like, they tried getting away from CDs, and that hasn't been successful, even with iTunes and everything else, even though there's more digital downloads. CDs still aren't dead yet. Right. No, I mean, there's less places selling them, though, unless you go towards, you know, unless you go on Amazon. Or FYE or Barnes & Noble. Um, <clears throat> records are as big as they've been in years. $30 for a record at FYE. Yeah. Yeah, Crazy. it's like, uh, yeah, you want to collect this nice, lovely, better than it was when you first got it, vinyl. Yeah, you're going to pay the money for it. Remember, well, the, were you around when CDs first came out? Yes. Okay. You know, they were saying, oh, they're expensive now, but wait till they get popular. The price will drop. That's yeah, they went up. Still waiting for that to happen, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. CDs have always been right around $13 for me. Yeah, but that was that was the whole thing. They were expensive when they first came out, and they were saying, "Oh, just wait till, you know, it gets popular, and then we're going the prices are just going to drop like anything." And were cassettes cheaper? Oh yeah, yeah cassettes were like six ninety nine, mm -hmm. huh? Six seven eight dollars. I, I had cassettes, but I, the being able to buy a cassette was before my time. Mm -hmm. Well, even when I worked at Fye, we still had cassettes for a while, and that was. Right around the turn of the millennium. Mm -hmm. <coughs> I didn't buy my first album till I was in high school. So that's right about the turn of the millennium. And at that point, it was CDs. Mm -hmm. I bought um, some 41s. Does this look infected from Strawberry Music? Huh. Which FYE bought. Yeah. Yeah, they made really bad decisions when they were buying a bunch of chains like that. They adopted the uh, buyback policy for used CDs, and basically people would bring in a bunch of used CDs, get store credit, and buy new stuff, and then nobody came in and bought used stuff. Hmm. So they were basically giving away their new product, overloading their stores with used product that wasn't selling. It's because they made their used product too expensive. Yeah. <clears throat> I mean, when you're buying a new product for a $1 more than a used product. Yeah. There's there's no point. So people would, you know, buy the new stuff while it was on sale at twelve ninety nine before it went up to eighteen ninety nine. <laughs> Burn it all off. Bring it back in. Bring it back in. Sell it back when it's still a fairly high used return price. Jolteon to box lunch was delayed to an unknown date. Well, that's good, considering he wasn't <laughs> there. Flareon is finally on FYE's website and limited to zero per customer. I'll take zero of them. They have a good price for zero? Fifteen bucks. That's huh. not bad. No, not at all. <laughs> What's shipping? What's shipping on nothing? Four ninety nine. Gold Stormtrooper still listed as did not launch. 
Hmm. Which is crazy because a bunch of people in the collector's group got them. In the store. Rings up as bananas. <laughs> <clears throat> well, I can understand, you know, a pop and a banana. They're very similar. Mm hmm. Except you can't cut up pops to put as toppings with your organic granola on your... Well, you can. It's just far more difficult and far less tasty. That is true. That was a good smoothie. <laughs> the pop smoothie. <clears throat> uh, do you have any more news? Uh, not really. Uh, just some comments. I know we commented on the fact that it looks like Captain America 4 is going forward... Mm -hmm. um, personally, I would have rather have seen a Captain America and the Winter Soldier second series myself, but maybe we'll get like a Winter Soldier and Zemo series. It could be because they were kind of palling around there for a little while. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, it, it's all up in the air. Everything's rumor right now, but um, I don't know. Yeah, why not pal around with a guy who exploited your uh, secret spy agency implanted trigger words? Yes. I like the fact when people see him in public in real life, they start saying the words to him. Yeah. <laughs> Sebastian Stan. Oh. It's like, okay. But um, he's going to be... He's uh, still Luke. being pursued as Luke. Yeah. He mm -hmm. hasn't said he would because he's waiting for Mark Hamill's approval. Mark Hamill approved it. Oh, he did? I thought the last thing he said was uh, he's got no business approving it or not. He said he'd be a fantastic Luke. Ah. Yeah. I'd take that as an approval. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I guess having it as a movie would give them the chance to bring more guest stars in. Although I, I assume by this time... From what Jeremy Renner has said, Hawkeye is going to be retired at the end of his miniseries. Whether that means retired or retired dead, we don't know, but yeah. I'm assuming retired, retired, since, you know, they'd have to have another big funeral show. <laughs> um, Not for Hawkeye. No, that's right. They didn't do one for Black Widow, but Black Widow's not dead. No. There, there's a mysterious female figure in the Loki trailer from what i understand um rumors are abounding that it could be black widow back from the dead or from another timeline or enchantress or lady loki when um asgard was kind of destroyed before jms took over the run um every, everyone was kind of reincarnated and loki was reincarnated as a woman mm. they are the tricksters mm-hmm yeah, that'd be something out of left field. But then it's an alternate timeline. Why couldn't there be a female Loki in that timeline? Yeah. You know, it's again they're going to be playing fast and loose with this stuff. So hopefully it'll be an entertaining series. But we shall see. Peter <laughs> has the Googles. Yeah, I'm feverishly looking at leaked screenshots of this potential Lady Loki or mm -hmm. Scarlett Johansson. It doesn't quite. You guys didn't really watch The Walking Dead. No, I did not. But in The Walking Dead, in one of the later seasons, there's a a, a junkyard lady. And, like, she makes this weird cat out of garbage. But she plays a pretty big role in the show. I don't remember her name. 
Um, but that's who the actress looks like. It doesn't look like Scarlett Johansson. Hmm. Um, let me see. Well, you know, they're going to tease us as much as possible till it actually comes out. So, And we're going to see so many rumors as to who it could be. That's what she puts me in mind of. Hmm. That's the junkyard lady. Jodis. She's not dead in the show. But at this point, we're just biding our time until Loki comes out, huh? Yep. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, until uh, the Bad Batch comes out, anyhow. Feel a little of a void in our hearts. I don't have a heart. There's no void to fill. Well, it's what, next year? We get 12 Star Wars shows? Theoretically, if things go well. Book of Boba. Book of Boba, Mandalorian. Well, that's this year. Mandalorian Season 3 is this year. Because they're still saying that those two are going to overlap. Ahsoka, I think, is in production right now. Um. Tales of the Old Republic and Obi Wan started. Obi Wan started filming. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure if Tales of the was it Tales of the High Republic or Tales of the Old Republic or something? High Republic. High Republic. Old Republic is before High Republic. Okay. I think that is getting ready to film. And what's the one that uh, I keep saying Rebels, but it's not Rebels. Um, the one that Gina was supposed to probably star in, Rangers, Rangers of the New Republic. Republic. Okay, I was getting the titles confused. I don't think that started production mm-hmm. yet, because I think they had to rewrite all the scripts. But I know Andor has started. 12 episode release in 2022. Hmm. Spoiler, he dies. <laughs> um, <coughs> I mean, things are all dependent on COVID, too. I think Discovery... Had an off-site COVID incident, so their production got halted. Visions comes out this year. It's 10 animated shorts. Lando. Lando, Lando, Lando. (laughs) Little is known about the Lando series, but Disney announced the smooth-talking smuggler will return to the small screen. Series held by... We don't know which generation of Lando it is. Well, it's the new one. It's the old one trying to put his kids through school. (laughs) (laughs) We've discussed that already, Peter. <laughs> it's weird how the things that we make jokes about come to... Yeah, or, or you're slowly slowly seeing bits and pieces of them, and it's like, <laughs> oh my. Like, uh, what was the other one? The Star, Star Trek? Trek on Earth at the yeah. Academy, and it's like... <laughs> <laughs> Why can't I do this with lottery numbers, you know? Uh, High Republic. That's going to be the... Mich- that's going to be like the darker one. That going to be the one with uh, Keanu as yes Revan yes because it takes place during High Republic Droid Story um, Rogue Squadron I think that's a movie though mm, no I don't think so yeah, yeah. Rogue oh. Squadron is a film oh okay and then uh, Taika Waititi Waititi is getting his film okay. I thought they had announced even more than that, though. But There were a good 12 at least announced, so... But yeah, supposedly Mandalorian and Book of Boba will be this year. We keep circling back to Disney Plus stuff, but... Mm-hmm. For that sweet, sweet Disney Plus money. Even the Disney originals are pretty good, though. Like, 
Um, Sulphur Springs was good. They're doing a great job with Mighty Ducks. And um, Big Shot's pretty good. I mean, we're promoting all their originals. Except for their Nat Geo stuff. Nobody cares about that. <laughs> I haven't seen them. No. <laughs> I haven't seen any of them. Thought about watching the Whales one, though. Are they keeping their stuff educational? I don't like uh, like what they did with the Learning Channel or the History Channel. The stuff's just shows now. It's reality TV instead of... No, it's like MTV did that. You can get MTV, but it has to be like MTV 47 or something like that. You know, everything else is reality and crap. Not that the music nowadays would be any good to be on MTV as far as I'm concerned, but I'm getting old and <laughs> get off my lawn. Yeah, you get older every time you say today's music. I mean, piano guys are current and relevant. They're great. Piano guys? Yeah. Like doling pianos at a bar? Yes. Those guys are pretty awesome. I was at one that you could pay them to stop playing somebody else's song. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you go. Okay, so I think we can move on to bragging a little okay. bit. I have the start of my Good Omen Pops. We have Crowley and Aziraphale. These are just the regular ones. They're not the Chases. Tammy. Oh, cool. Did you pre-order... I did, but these were at the FYE out in Altoona, so... Grab them up. Yeah. I figured, what's the harm of having an extra extra one of each? Um, we have Panda Pool. <laughs> Had to get him. I saw he's got a flocked variant coming. That's the chase. Oh, really? Okay, yeah. Chase's flop. Uh, we have Ruth Bader Ginsburg. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, we've got her too. I just thought I'm gonna pick that up. Then I looked and it's like, okay, it's about doubled in price. Excuse me, doubled in uh, price on it. Not that that's the reason of getting it, but it was like, why not? Then we have. I think you said you had pre-ordered this somewhere. The My Hero Academia Glow in the Dark right One for All. Oh, okay. Cool. Yeah, you didn't open yours. You want to see what the pop looks like inside? Oh, I was going to open it eventually. Okay. And then we've got the Avengers Endgame Captain America pop with the t shirt. Hmm. Huh. That's not a bad price either. 15 bucks. Yep. So. I figured, why not? These are both FYE, I believe. <coughs> and then we got a couple of toys. <laughs> These are going to be possibly for our next uh, game show. Which at this point is four or five episodes away. Like three. <laughs> <laughs> we have... Get out of here! Stop being so nice and cute! Oscar the Grouch talking button. Hey. He's just like me. Grouchy and lives in a trash can. <laughs> then we have... Everything's gonna be okay. Holy Potato. <laughs> the Exploding Kittens talking button. Ah. 
which is unrealistically retarded like me. <laughs> so these will actually have no delay. Unless you want to use your ones on the phone, that's fine too. But I saw these and I thought, what the hell? We might as well get them and see what they I sound lose like. every question. Yeah. And I think the buttons are a better way to go than the failure of the phones that, well, at least I always have. So this set a 20-minute, 30-minute uh, Google search to see for any other buttons. And you know what? There really aren't any to speak of. Yeah, I looked. So... They did have a Bob's Burger one, but I didn't get that. So, they also have one that you can train your dog to hit when he needs to go out, but I don't know what that actually does. So, hmm. need to pee. Yeah, it could, <laughs> it could actually say that. I don't know. But, uh, yeah, that's my little mini bragging for, for this week which will come after the big bragging from last week, two weeks from now, and I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Here's the question. Will you have already gotten your credit card bill? <laughs> um, Probably at that point. <sighs> so confusing. And that's when Frank's not going to buy pops for like a week. <laughs> Exclusive endgame Thanos with removable head. Oh, that would be cool. <laughs> it's not Well, it is removable. But... Yeah, but you, you know, it's, they're all removable heads on these pops. <laughs> <coughs> so, Corey, do you want to dig something up for what's in the box? I have nothing for the bragging. Uh, let's see what's in the box. What should we... Let's find a Star Wars one, shall we? Oh, wait. I do have one thing, but... I don't think you've seen this, Corey. Glow in the dark, the Flash. Ooh, cool. Funko Store exclusive. Yeah. You were able to get it off the Funko Store. Yeah. Lucked wow. out. Wow. That's pretty neat. Guardians, Avengers. It only took two and a half weeks to come in the mail, too. Not bad at all. I was ordering that in the hospital as Tammy was being discharged. <laughs> Priorities. You're the one who told me to make sure I got it. <laughs> What's this one? What's Red Cup? Oh, here it is. That's the one I was looking Star Wars. We're going with. Theming it up. Yeah, I don't know what Solo. Uh, this solo. Solo? means you can Swiss get pup, I'm sorry. Donald Glover. Yeah, I was upset the only uh, Lando chase we saw yesterday was Billy D. Williams. Billy D., yeah. Though I do have his autograph on a 10-inch uh, a soft Lando figure. Along with uh, the certificate of authenticity, he was at one of the comic paloozas in Houston. You're just right a... before he was on Dancing with the Stars. Oof. So he was out doing these tours. They hadn't announced that Lando was going to be 
in the uh, sequels at all yet. But he was out doing convention tours and was going to be on Dancing with the Stars, ABC Disney property. That's uh, Woody. Woody Harrelson, yeah. <laughs> couldn't, couldn't think of his name. I don't think it was Cheers. Which was also Woody. Yeah, okay, yes. we got Chewy. <laughs> I got a rock. I got the girlfriend who tries to shoot Han at the end of the movie. Ooh. And we've all been there. Come on, Corey, you gotta pull something that's not one and six. I got the girlfriend that tries to shoot Han at the end of the movie. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I got something here that I bought that I was going to open up in the car yesterday, but got put in the trunk. So uh, this was bought yesterday. You'll hear me opening it today in a show two weeks Which was from last now. week. Yeah. <laughs> it's the Avengers Collector's Bag Clip. There was only one in the box, or I would have gotten a bunch more, but... Tear it open. It's like timey-wimey Star Wars. Which is probably going to be the name of this episode. <laughs> okay, tearing it open easier than you think. Because it's foil and it doesn't have one of those little things on the side that they've already pre-perforated. I think we'll spend the rest of the episode with crinkling in the background of me trying to open this. That'd be great. <laughs> oh, he's using his teeth. Bite it. I mean, it still didn't work because it didn't bite all the way through. Bite it. Claw it. Scratch it. Ow. I'm gonna rip out a tooth, I think. I mean, this thing has a point on it, but I don't know how good it'll be. Worked like a champ, huh? <laughs> yes, it did. And I got... something. Uh, you got rescue. Oh, okay. I was thinking bag clip. I was thinking, like, potato chip bag clip or something like that. This is something you clip on a bag. Okay. I got rescued. And a sore tooth. <laughs> <laughs> That's comedy Ooh. gold right there. Mm. It's a pretty cool little clip. Yeah. Well, we'll be back to talk about something Star Wars-y. <laughs> I have no idea where this one's going to go. Mm. We didn't plan anything ahead of time. It's pretty much usual, though. <laughs> yeah. Besides it's Star Wars, I think we've all seen some of them. Some of them. That's the one with the stars and the wars, right? Yeah, yeah. That's not Star Trek, which is the far superior series. Send your hate this way. <laughs> uh, Alrighty, I guess we'll see you in a bit. Welcome to the UNX Podcast. I'm Peter. I'm still not sure who I am, depending on what he puts ahead of this. <laughs>
And uh, I'm uh, slowly turning to the dark side. That's not copyrighted because that came out of my throat. Ah. <laughs> That's what she said. So, Corey, you said you're going to read an excerpt? An excerpt from the Book of Sith. Ooh. Are we allowed to do uh, five seconds? Uh, you're quoting information. Oh, yes. By Darth Corey. You're not using it for... Mon monetary gain. Be careful. Oh, does it? Well, you know, the thing is, though, the monetary gain portion is Doesn't where, you know, yeah. where... Yeah. We're not getting anything to speak of. So, a little side note from Luke, scratched into the sides of the pages. Darth Pelagius' text made date from roughly 45 BBY. But that's only an educated guess. His death may not have occurred huh. until the Battle of Naboo in 32 BBY. And it is still something of a mystery how Palpatine came to study the ways of the Sith under him. Huh. So we have a book of uh, uh, just a collection of And then Sith erased out it says, I quit. Yeah. <laughs> so you're saying Luke scrawled something in there. Yeah, he he. They have little side notes written by Luke. Uh, Luke apparently collected all these things. There's even Palpatine's diary. So this is essentially like would take place between episodes six and eight. That book, those notes, and what have you. Yeah, stuff that he had collected, I guess, uh, maybe the stuff that was even hiding, or that was burnt in the tree. Yeah, it's neat. It's even got Palpatine's The Manipulation of Life. Oh. Tell oh, us Pelagius a story, was... Darth Corey. <laughs> have you read that yet, or have you just flipped through it? No, so I've just flipped through it. Otherwise, I'd be running around, you know, force choking people. Using force lightning. Do you feel more evil when you hold the book? A little or bit. Or do you feel more free? <laughs> uh, when you get through with it, I'd like the chapter on force lightning, please. <laughs> yeah. No more electric bills. <laughs> Frank can be the Senate. <laughs> so, uh, we touched on this before. But I figured that I'd go over again what all the upcoming projects are, seeing as how we get the Bad Batch right around the time this episode airs, we'll be able to see the first episode of the Bad Batch. Right, that Friday. Yep. So the day after this podcast comes out, um, Droid Story, we don't know much about it, but it will be animated. I mm. hope it's as good as the original Saturday morning cartoon Droids. I'm thinking it's going to be even better. <laughs> I was trying to determine how much sarcasm there actually was in that, because you were kind of young when that came out, so you might have thought yeah, it was the I best watched, thing on uh, Earth. Yeah, I watched Droids and Ewok Adventures. They're on Disney Plus now. Yeah. They're classics. They're uh, legends. Just like me, a classic legend. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, then we have <coughs> Visions, Excuse which me. Visions will be multiple short stories bouncing across uh, different points in the timeline. Um, and it's done by Japanese creators, so it's going to have an anime style. 
Rangers of the New Republic was originally supposed to have Cara Dune as the leader of it, but uh, no casting has been reannounced since Cara Dune left the Mandalorian and the Star Wars universe. Left. I'm being politically neutral. <laughs> uh, the Bad Batch, which comes out, as we mentioned, very shortly, will follow the crew that we were introduced to in the final season of The Clone Wars. Uh, as In their time through the Empire. So, I know Tarkin is going to be reprising his role. Um, Darth Vader will be involved, and... Uh, not Cody. Rex. Rex. Rex is going to be involved. Oh. I don't know to what I capacity. Knew something. <laughs> I don't know what, to what capacity, but I do know those additional characters are in the show. Which Rex will be complicated because technically he'll be an enemy of the Empire. Yeah. Maybe they're going to be hunting him down. Could be, but we know that he survives into Rebels. And and he's on the Battle of Endor. Yeah, he's in Return of the Jedi. And we also know that's officially canon too. Yeah, it is. Yeah. <clears throat> and we also know well, we don't know how he got onto the rig with Wolf, and I don't remember the other clone from the Rebels. Eight Ball, I think maybe. Oh, the crazy one. Yeah. But we ne- we never found out how they got there, and at the time they were um, excused from the Empire. So maybe this show will explain how Rex was given forgiveness when he was the only survivor of the ship. Right. Oh, Clone Force 99. And then they become uh, the Imperial Group 99. Yeah. Which is what's based in the comics. Uh, the 99th Legion. Lando. <clears throat> they just shortened the title, that's all. Yeah. With two different eras of Lando Calrissian represented on the big screen by Billy D. Williams and Donald Glover, fans quite sh- aren't sure what direction this is going to go in. I think it should be just what we said. It's just going to bounce back and forth. It'll be young, old Lando... In his day-to-day running of Cloud City. <laughs> well, you know, they could do it like Arrow. You know, we have old Lando, and then it flashes back to young Lando, like yeah. you said. Arrow was very, very good. Started a whole universe. <clears throat> An Arrowverse. No, it's a CW-verse. <laughs> that makes me sick. <clears throat> Uh, Book of Boba, which will feature Tamora Morrison reprising his role as Boba Fett, and Fedek Shand as Ming-Na Wen. Ming-Na Wen as Fedek Shand. Yeah. Uh, takeover of Jabba's former palace on Tatooine, because they killed, uh, what is it, Babu? Boga? Pretty sure his name starts with a B. The Twillet guy. Bib Fortunata? Yeah, that's him. Yeah. <sighs> I did that without even looking on that. I did that without the Googles. Use the brain Google. That's scary. Andor, who the last time we saw him was when he died on Rogue One. He got better. 
Yeah, no. Have you seen Rogue One? Yeah. Yeah, there's no fucking yeah, nobody way. nobody got better. <laughs> <laughs> nobody got better. Um, so, this takes place, assumedly, before Rogue One, because it highlights his espionage aspects for the Rebellion. Ah. But, really, what we're going to get to see more of is the droid. K2? Yeah. That's all that matters. Because that droid was sarcastic as hell. Voiced by Alan Tudyk. Yes. Oh, we had a conversation about Alec Tudyk yesterday, next week. We did? Yeah. We did? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yesterday when we were in the car, we talked about Alan Tudyk, because I didn't know what he had done. Oh. Huh. Aside from being Wash <coughs> on uh, Firefly Fly. and Serenity, where he died. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He died in Rogue One, too! He did. Uh, Ahsoka, which is in production right now. They actually started production of Ahsoka when Mandalorian was airing. Ah. So, you would think it would be done by now, but I haven't heard officially that it's done or in post-production. But that should be coming out this fall, so that's something worth looking forward to. Oh, yeah. And that'll dive deeper into the post-Rebels universe. So even though this is going to have Mandalorian tie-ins, mm -hmm. its primary focus is going to be what happened to... God, there's so many Star Wars characters, I'm starting to forget names now. The one you hate, the crybaby. Oh, Ezra Bridger. Yeah, what happened to Ezra, and who are we going to get for Thrawn? Is Thrawn going to be involved? How's that going to roll out? Right. You know, it is a lot harder to remember the names now that other people other than George Lucas are naming them. You can just walk in your kitchen and name six Star Wars characters just by what's <laughs> sitting on your countertop. But, you know, now that they're giving them names that are actually real names to speak of, um, like it's a Ahsoka. lot harder. Yeah. I'm getting the Jar Jar off the countertop. Yeah. I think that's the only one that works. Well, Salacious Crumb. <laughs> oh, yeah. Chewbacca. <laughs> <laughs> a can of Chewbacca there, you know. That's three. Yeah. At least in Frank's household, because he just buys the chew tobacco in bulk. <laughs> <There you go. laughs> but yeah, Rosario Dawson, great actress. From kids to every role in the uh, Marvel miniseries, television shows, Netflix series. Defenders, the Defenders verse. Yeah. As Night Nurse, which we learned from Frank. Her roles in uh, Kevin Smith movies. The Acolyte, which will be a darker Star Wars. This is going to feature the time frame of the High Republic. So really the only character that we may have carry over is going to be Yoda. Because Yoda has been established in the High Republic already. Right. Mm. But we also have Darth Revan and Darth Malak are, are right. confirmed. Um, <clears throat> there was another character that they had confirmed in the High Republic, and I, I don't remember who it was at this time. Um, but we're also going to get... Uh, the, the story should hopefully follow uh, Revan's descent from Jedi into Sith. 
because uh, Revan originally started out as a Jedi. Right. And seen here, he had a purple lightsaber. Just like Mace. And then, in case you've never seen Malak, there's Darth Malak. He's the master of Darth Revan. And then Darth Revan trains Darth Plagueis. And Darth Plagueis trains Palpatine. Right. Because I'm a nerd. And then, I, I don't remember who kills Revan. Obviously, Revan does die. I'm guessing it's not Laurel Hitchin. It is not. Killed by an Imperial Strike. That's Legends. That's uh, canonically Imperial counterparts to the Republic classes. I've fallen down rabbit holes on Wikipedia. Wookiepedia. I get it. Is there a pop game? Is that what I'm seeing? No, it's pops based off the Knights of the Old Republic games. Oh. But there's a box coming out. There it is. It's still in the pre-order phase right now. But it comes with Bastila Shan, who's the one who fights uh, Revan and I thought killed him. But that's mm. something I'm going to have to dig more into. But she trained with Revan in the Jedi temples. Uh -huh. So hopefully she'll be involved in Acolyte as we view Revan's descent into complete and utter madness. Well, I mean... It's kind Dis of like here. Yeah. Disney will want a strong female character, so there you go. Rogue Squadron is based off a book series that follows Wedge Antilles and his Rogue Squadron. Uh, this takes place between episodes three and four. So it's the start of the rebellion. It's a pre-Death Star. Yes. <clears throat> uh, Patty Jenkins is directing it. Well, it would take place between. It would have to be between Rogue One and Episode Four. Right. Which is about five seconds. <laughs> well, no, because Rogue Squadron. They don't make a Rogue Squadron until. Uh, they lift off in the stolen uh, Imperial shuttle, and he says his call sign is Rogue One. And the flight control says there is no Rogue Squadron. Okay. So and Rogue Squadron ends where A New Hope begins. But Wedge Antilles is Luke's friend from Tatooine, right? That joins the rebellion, right? And it follows his story. Right. So So this is actually at the beginning of episode four. It's wedged in yeah, a so piece this of time. Parallel. Yeah. To episode four. As Luke says, you, that's what you said last year when Biggs left. Yeah. Biggs is his friend on Tatooine, not not Wedge. Okay. So yeah, we really don't have a time frame here except somewhere at the <laughs> end of three and yeah. the first few minutes of four. Cause Rogue well, not the end of three, but the end of... The Rogue, Rogue One. Rogue yeah. One, yeah. Was Rogue Squadron represented in Episode 6? Was it in Jedi? Because that was just Red Team and Blue Team, wasn't it? No, uh, Luke was a Rogue Leader, I thought. 
I say fetch the Googles. Yeah. You know, they should just reboot the whole Star Wars universe and just start all over yeah. again. You gotta hold on, wait a minute, wait a minute. This <laughs> doesn't line up. <laughs> they can fix that damn Jabba's eating frogs. Jabba's don't eat frogs, they're poisonous to Jabba's. They were named after Rogue One for Jin Erso, who sacrificed themselves to deal with the Death Star plans. Um, squadron was officially formed during the Galactic Empire's attack on Makuta Space Docks. <coughs> That's from the comics. That mm -hmm. takes place between episodes 4 and 5. Yeah. So the Rogue Squadron isn't officially formed till at least episode 5 then. Well, between 4 and 5. Right. So they're in Hoth and Endor and the battle above Yavin Prime. So that clears a little bit up. So we should be getting a CGI Leia telling Wedge to pick the best pilots he can and what have you. But anyway, I know that the studio got a little shaken up after Wonder Woman 84 came out. Yeah. And they decided to have, put some babysitters on Patty Jenkins so she does not have free roam over the movie anymore. <laughs> like, no, 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 no. We saw what you did there. Yeah. Well, originally, I think the show was supposed to have a all-female head cast. Mm-hmm. So putting Wedge in there means that there's no longer an all-female lead cast. Yeah. Unless they change Wedge's gender. <clears throat> and and then, ethnicity. Then Obi-Wan comes out. We know that that's coming out. Should be this fall. That'll take place between episodes three and four. Right. Um, because Obi-Wan's dead by the end of four, so there's no chance of it taking place afterwards. Yeah, we, right. we got a good idea when. <laughs> Unless I'm we, still The upset. adventures of his force ghost. Yeah. I'm still upset that uh, um, Rebels took care of Darth Maul's hunt for Obi-Wan and his quick death. Isn't Ray Parks on Obi-Wan's cast call? He might be. Well, I'm really abusing Google today. <laughs> I kind of like the idea, though, of his Force Ghost just going around every Jedi who's left and just annoying them by being there. <laughs> I, I think that would be and just popping a up comedy. Saying, yeah. Hello there. Hello there. Did you want milk General with your Kenobi. coffee today? <laughs> General Kenobi. Some delicious blue milk with your coffee today. Yes, Darth Maul will appear in the Obi-Wan Kenobi series. Magic. Like Maul literally finds out he's on Tatooine, goes to Tatooine, and is <clears throat> well summarily dealt with. They're, they're saying that uh, Darth Maul may come face-to-face -face with Darth Vader, so this may feed a little bit more into between Solo and the events of his death. Or they could recreate that whole episode of Rebels through Obi-Wan's perspective. And maybe make that fight a little bit longer. Then they'd have to have a live-action Ezra. Oh, man. He's going to be sitting there whining about something. <laughs> They're going to make a live-action Ezra eventually anyway. They've got to. Yeah, because uh, Ahsoka, Ahsoka has to find someone. looking for him. Yeah. 
But those are the stories that we know of. We also have heard plenty of rumors that there's going to be a Luke-focused show uh, explaining the events of what happens to Grogu after he leaves uh, the Mandalorian. We've also heard Rumble... Luke and the Winter Soldier. Yes. (laughs) Grogu and the Winter Soldier. Uh, So that could be a Jedi Academy training facility, which would lead into Episode 7, explaining a little bit more of Ben Solo. And there's also been rumblings of them doing two shows taking place post-Episode 9, as well as a new trilogy by Rain Wilson that we haven't heard. Is it Rain Wilson? Yeah. Yeah. Rain Wilson that we don't know anything about yet. Hmm. And then the... Taiki Watiti. Mm-hmm. We have no idea what that's going to be about yet. And then they are also talking about another animated cartoon similar to Clone Wars or Rebels. No wow. time frame listed. All kinds of Star Wars stuff. Eventually we're going to get to the point where we're going to have new Star Wars and new Marvel every week. Yeah. Eventually. I'm okay with that. I, I think when they did... I don't have anything else going on in my life. I think when they did <laughs> WandaVision and then immediately went into Winter Soldier, I think they were testing the waters. Yeah. To make sure people were okay with not having a break. And early, like, obviously there was a lot of comparisons between WandaVision and Winter Soldier, or Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Mm-hmm. And early Falcon and Winter Soldier didn't hold up, but it ended a lot better than WandaVision did. WandaVision wasn't a satisfactory ending to me. I don't know. I knew it. I saw it the whole way. <laughs> we saw both of them, like both shows. Between the three of us, we had both yeah. shows pinned down. Yeah. Well, I think you kind of knew that you know, Wanda was going to be in Doctor Strange. Yeah. So you know it was going to have to be open-ended to some extent. So. You know, I was thinking about Sharon Carter as the power broker. And then... You know, a lot of fan theories saying, well, this just isn't how Sharon Carter would act. We saw her in uh, you know, Captain America. And, and I thought, well, Steve went back and changed the timeline. He stayed with Peggy, which changes Sharon's family dynamic. So is the Sharon Carter that we see in Captain America the same Sharon Carter that we see in Falcon and Winter Soldier? Yeah, because she would have probably had been introduced to an Uncle Steve at one point. Right. Well, plus, like they like they said, even if that didn't happen, you know, she was accused of treason because she right. gave the, she stole the shield and the Falcon suit and everything. She bird was on, suit. Bird suit. Yeah, she was <laughs> on the run. Yeah. She had to survive, so she used her skills to do whatever. So apparently, she survived the snap. Right. Because she couldn't have just done that in, you know. 30 days or however long, you know. So over five years, she just built up a criminal empire. Yeah. Based on information, which she was good at. But yeah, it's yeah, it's a different Sharon Carter than, than the yeah, one. Yeah, it would have to be. To a point. Yeah. Because she still had her shield training I mean, and everything yeah, else. Yeah. So I think Marvel is politely ignoring um, what happened. <coughs> Lost my train of thought. Um what happened with Steve staying in the past and living out his life. Yeah, yeah, they're politely ignoring things like that. Yeah. That, uh, thank you for reading my mind. <laughs> um, 
that you know okay There's you change words yeah yeah thank you <laughs> lots of pictures so yeah. you were good at it yeah exactly um yeah ignoring things like who he could have affected in that right. time because you know she couldn't have kept him hidden or she might have you know he might not have ever gone out of the house you know because yeah. um, he didn't interfere in world events as far as we know right and they go over to visit aunt peggy and they're like whose shoes are these <laughs> Although he could have been the last guy carrying the coffin for Peggy, there. Yeah. The character is gray-haired and older. You know, just. You don't know. They're in the, I, I really doubt they're going to go into it just because, that can of worms is done. We're not going to. Yeah. Have to introduce him and I do all this backstory. Do they have kids. Do those kids have super strength? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Is there a little private America running around with his little? American privates. Yeah. Maybe out. John Walker's their son. <laughs> Which is why the super soldier serum worked on him. You know, they'd never addressed that. They had all these experiments with super soldier serums. Most of them died. Everybody that was in Isaiah's uh, group died except for him. Did, How are these eight just able to take the super soldier serum and be alive? They did address that. The doctor who developed the... Oh, he did make improvements. He did yeah. say that, yeah. yeah. Slower instead of all at once. It took time for it to go into effect. And no Vita rays. Vita rays not required. So they're not really as good as Steve, but they're... Yeah. So, yeah, Star Wars. It's a place yeah. in the galaxy far, far away. Hey, they're all owned by Disney. We can... <laughs> Eventually, it's going to be tied in with Marvel in some way, shape, or form. Disney has not discredited that. Oh. And they've been, I mean, just saying, Guardians of the Galaxy is getting a winter special. That's going to be hilarious. Now, you know... They the... fight stormtroopers. There you go. Um... <laughs> Another well, rumor wait, with that, Guardians though... Guardians of um... this galaxy... That's a galaxy far, far yeah. away. Yeah, we talked about the Guardian special next week. And um, for those of you who don't know it, um, James Gunn had put a picture of the script of the Guardians of the Galaxy holiday special. And, you know, said, here's your Christmas present. You know, it's just the wrapping, you know, you have to, we won't get the inside for a while. And Mark Hamill tweeted back, I've got a bad feeling about this. So, you know, it could have just been, you know, more Camel playing around with the fun that was the Star Wars holiday special. Um, but day. There's kind of some rumors going around that Mark Hamill is going to be in the Guardians of the Galaxy Christmas special. Hmm. Um, he's going to be a Marvel character. So, I don't know, you know, take that with a grain of salt, but... Adam Warlock. <laughs> maybe. Um... I believe James I Gunn and Mark Hamill are neighbors, or at least they live close to each other. And there was always talk of Mark Hamill being in Guardians after a, um, someone suggested something, and Mark Hamill said something to the effect of just ask me or something like that. So, you know, we, we may have him in there. <coughs> he may be playing B. Arthur's part. I don't know. <laughs> But, yeah, that's entirely possible. Luke versus Star-Lord. There you go. And Marvel is doing the Star Wars comics, too. So, mm -hmm. Yeah. Star-Lord's 
Skywalker. <laughs> sure. Star Killer. There you go. <laughs> um, but yeah, the holiday special will not have Gamora in it because she's still dead. Well, she's no, she's back in present time. Yeah, she's she just, just ran five away. Years younger. Yeah. Ran yeah. away at the end of Endgame. So. After. Ning Peter Quill in the groin. Missed him the first time. Got both of them on the second. <laughs> <laughs> and then she asks uh, Nebula, this is the one? And Nebula responds, it was either him or a tree. <laughs> Which is ironic because, hey, you know, trees were good too. Yeah, that was yeah. the Celestial Madonna saga in the Avengers. He's Plenty got of wood. He's got a woody. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of marrying trees, um, they're bringing Moondragon back in a pretty strong way in the comics, from what I understand. Oh, she, she could be uh, in Guardians 3 then. She hasn't really, as far as I know, been a, an active character for a while. Um, but I guess they're bringing her back... Um, with a better personality, she was kind of like the aloof, uh, not mystic, but psychic type character. Right. Who just got on the wrong side of everyone. But apparently she's being nicer now. Moondragon? Moondragon, yes. Yeah, she appears to be wearing more clothes. Is that the Moon Knight's logo? Mm, well, it's just a moon. She's going to be in Guardians of the Galaxy starting with issue 13. As well as Iron Man number 8. Yeah, she helps Patsy Walker with something. If I remember the article. Underappreciated <clears throat> overpowered telepaths. That would be her. So, I thought about this yesterday, and I know we're getting into a pretty heavy Marvel loop here, but uh, why is it that you have supervillains that take like a legion of superheroes to take down. But you never have a, a superhero that's overpowered enough to take off legions of supervillains. Well, you do. But that kind of makes a very short story. Right. Yeah. You know, you've got the Justice League facing off against some something, and before anyone can blink, the Flash takes down the entire enemy team. Right, but I mean... It's, you know, your, your story... Just yeah. takes the entire yeah. Hall of Doom and throws it into the sun. Yeah, it's kind of like, you know, you, you get a very short story for your 495, you know. So you've got a... Meanwhile, yeah, yeah. at the Legion of Doom, here comes Superman, throws him into the sun. Yeah. Speedsters have always been problematical in comics. Because what do you need the rest of the team for? They can just go and take the entire villains down, you know. Yeah, you you have the point there. Yeah, you you've got to make your villains stronger than the heroes to make your heroes heroic. Right. Unless you just have your hero rip them in half, you know. <laughs> Omni Man. Then, then they're not really heroes anymore. Right. Or chop their heads off with a shield, you know. But yeah, again, it's like I said, it's a fine line they have to do, and becomes a very short story. So, if anything, um, what are you guys looking forward to in the Star Wars future? What would you like to see? <clears throat> Not necessarily what's been announced, but if you had free reign, what would you do? If I had free reign, I would be doing something with Ray as far as 
the forming a new force religion slash temple. Be doing Billy D. Williams and Finn uh, black adventurers through the galaxy trying to find Finn's daddy and what have you. Well, Lando is Finn's daddy, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. And uh, I would be doing something with uh, I can't remember his name right now, but he was the other Poe Dameron and mm-hmm. the girl uh, Zoe Jaren or whatever her name is, the bounty hunter girl. Oh yeah, yeah. from Episode Nine. Yeah. Those characters are underdeveloped, and I think they need to capitalize and develop those characters more. They seem to be ignoring the sequel trilogy altogether. Yeah, because they they. They dig into the prequel trilogy, Clone Wars, what have you. They've been digging into that between episodes three and four section really well. Mm-hmm. And they've been increasing between episodes six and seven really well. But I don't know. I just want to see what's next. I've said this before. I would love to see The Purge done out as a series. Darth Vader... Going around the galaxy, hunting down Jedi. I would love to watch that. You know, each episode facing off against a different. <laughs> <laughs> As Frank takes away my Book of Sith. Yes. But I think it would be interesting to see. Uh, there was a short uh, comic mini series about the Purge where Vader did just that, and I would like to see that fleshed out. I think they should bring Afra into the live action stuff too. Oh, Doctor Afra is awesome. I love her. She's interesting. I'm yeah. not going to say she's awesome. <laughs> she's definitely out for herself. Yeah. What about you, Frank? I don't know. I never really gave it much thought. <laughs> <laughs> I figured that'd be a question for the YouTube because of all your. You're a lot more into it than I am at the moment. I was never into the side stuff like. Like you guys were. I was just the main movies. I love the comic series. I've almost got every comic that they've put out from the new Marvel. Yeah. So, and I got to get that finished before Penguin takes over. Because rumor is, I was talking to John at the comic book shop. They don't know what's going to happen. They're thinking that a bunch of comics might get vaulted. Huh. So, I'm going to have to hurry up and grab them all up. I don't know, that seems odd for something, you know, Star Wars is something that people will pick up, um, you know, as opposed to something like, you know, Aquaman, you know, in, in a in a book form. So I would think they'd want to keep that going as long as possible because it's not like someone bought Marvel. It's just they changed publishers, and I'm sure they're going to have stuff coming out still. They're, well, it's even just, <clears throat> they're just doing it as a distributor. distributor. Yeah. Disney loves vaults, though. Yeah, that's true. Check out all your old Disney clamshell VHS. They're worth hundreds, by the way. If you got an old clamshell VHS of a Disney movie, it's worth hundreds. Little Mermaid? Yeah. With the penis towers? Yeah. <laughs> you knew about that, right, Frank? Mm-hmm. Okay. Probably from us. We've probably told you that more than once. <laughs> but... I don't know what I would want to see. Um, it's just hard to say because, 
you know, it's not that I'd want to see it, but I would like an explanation why the Empire all of a sudden is back in Episode 7. After, you know, they pretty much took care of the Death Star and the Rebels the took over. The not. Well... The First Order. The First Order, They're right. The Empire sympathizers. But all of a sudden they have, you know... Oh, we're making a new Death Star. We're making this, you know, and it's like, okay, I thought they were supposed to be defeated. They're slowly <clears throat> digging into that with the Mandalorian. Right. And the there was a Ben Solo comic, uh, right. Kylo Ren, that dug into it a little mm-hmm. bit. Um, it was all smoke. He just started gathering all these sympathizers. Right. And, well, I mean, and it Snoke was... And being then a clone of... Palpatine. Yeah. yeah, basically once the Empire went away, there was nothing in place and it just created a giant uh-huh. power vacuum. And he just scooped in and... Well, as opposed to, we're making a movie as close to episode four as we can with new people. See, So when, it's familiar so people like it. When I watched seven, I'm like, this is just episodes four, five, and six wrapped up into one and then cranked up to eleven. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's all they they basically did. I mean, they followed the formula. You know, it's just like episode four followed the hero formula. John John Campbell, you know, his his mythology of heroes type thing, oh, yeah. you know. But, yeah, you know, just beat by beat with different people. It was basically episode four. Yeah, person growing up in the desert, doesn't have a mommy or a daddy, mm-hmm. doesn't know who mommy or daddy is, then gets recruited to the rebellion. Yeah. Learns how to use a lightsaber and a little bit of the force. A giant thing that blows up a system instead of a single planet. See, that's mm-hmm. a that's another thing. They have the resistance, but the resistance doesn't seem to be funded at all by the New Republic. The New Republic's just like, yeah, whatever. We know the First Order's out there, but we're not going to do anything about it. Mm-hmm. The First yeah. Order had an awful lot of money, too. Yeah. They built a fleet on Exegol. It takes time to build shit like that. (laughs) Especially to cover the surface of a planet. Uh Yeah. So, yeah. I guess you could build droids to build droids to build ships. Nanotech. Then there had to be people piloting those ships. Yeah. So you had to have an academy or whatever. But, uh, yeah, it's just like, you know. But that's one of those things they were talking about, the uh, actual population of Exegol. They were a Sith cult. It was mm-hmm. a Sith planet. So that whoever populated this planet was ready for a Sith leader. Hmm. I wonder if the fleet of Exegol was started even before. Like, if we're talking, like, back in Episodes 5, maybe, that fleet started mm-hmm. construction. Because, I mean, they're just fancy Star Destroyers. Yeah. Anyway. But, you know, a lot of this stuff, yeah, we're getting because of tie-in material you know it's like this should be explained in the movie you know but like i said episode four beat by beat yeah i'm not saying there aren't many people who would sit through an eight hour star wars movie to really get the explanation of everything that's going on in the movie yeah but just one or two throwaway lines you know there are people who would sit through an eight hour star wars movie yeah that movie theater over in State College on May 4th. I don't know if they're going to do it this year. They didn't last year. But they do the uh, episodes 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6 right in a row in one day. Yeah. 
you pay like 60 or 70 dollars they supply like pizza and lunch and what have you and <laughs> stadium buddies you just watch movie after movie after movie and i believe the last time they had done it they included seven eight and nine in it started like way to ruin the, the event morning. oh no <laughs> just uh, kidding <laughs> oh well yeah that's a day gone i can just do it at home if i gone. want to well wasted yeah <laughs> <laughs> Like, oh, took care of that day. <laughs> well, I've done that with Lord of the Rings, so I can't say too much. <laughs> I've done it with Godfather, of all things. My brother and I sat one day and watched all three Godfather movies, like 12 hours of Godfather. Jeez. They make you an offer you can't refuse. Uh, it's the only line I know from that movie. I've never seen it. Yeah, it was like, we started it like, I don't know, eight or nine. Finished up at night. Like, well, now what? <laughs> <laughs> that get day's drunk? over. <laughs> that day's over. Brother looks over at you. You want to get drunk? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I think we did go out to a party. Because <laughs> this was like a, the summer. He was still in high school when I was like... Four? I was in college now. Oh. <laughs> so I think it was like the summer between his junior and senior year and the summer between my freshman and sophomore year. So mentally he was four. Yeah. Yeah. I think we did go out and party then. <laughs> yeah, after uh, doing absolutely nothing. <clears throat> so by next May 4th, we should have a lot more Star Wars news to go over. A lot. <laughs> a lot more to recap. I mean, yep. something that we truly enjoy and... I mean, with these marathons, do we throw in Rogue One and Solo? Only if you want to. No one's telling you you have to. Uh. Was was Solo really that good, though? Was Rogue One really that good? I really liked Rogue One. I liked Solo more than Rogue One. Solo, I, it was a, I don't know, comedy. I liked. I didn't like. I mean, who they, I enjoy all of them just because they're Star Wars. I didn't like who they had portray Han. No, yeah, that was a bad actor like choice. I, why was he not younger? It didn't bother me. I just didn't like his oh, well, appearance. Yeah. Like it just didn't fit. It was. It was part theft, like heist movie. Yeah, buddy movie. Yeah, part buddy movie. Like then got into like an action survival there a little bit when he was trying to escape, like. And there's the whole fight on the train. Yeah, it just it had a lot of different tones, and I liked yeah. it. It was a great story. I could have done without the pair of dice on a chain thing. Well, I don't know. You see that at the end of uh, The Last Jedi, too. Yeah. Luke's Force Ghost hands them to Leia. Where he got them, I don't know. How his Force Ghost carried them, I don't know. Well, yeah. not Ghost. as projection at that point, because he wasn't dead. Yeah, they just wanted to tie in to get additional revenue. But yes, I agree, Frank. By next year, we'll have a lot more to talk about and a lot more things to be excited over, hopefully. Disney needs to announce more stuff. Give it to us free on Disney+, Plus, <laughs> which we already pay for. Yeah. But till that time, and until next week, which was yesterday. Is it next next week? No, it is until, next week. Until next next week. <laughs> uh, link to our Discord is in the description below. Um, 
if you follow our Discord, you've already seen some of the stuff that we are talking about. Good boy. He just got up, that's all. <laughs> uh, Corey? Uh, find us on Facebook. We're under Theseus Media. Find links to all our podcasts. General hilarity. Informative articles. And uh, maybe a dog or two. Dogs? Yeah, dogs. you never know. Yes. I might see a funny dog meme. There you go. And next week on Umetahex... Umetahex on the road again. We're going to have been on the road. So <laughs> enjoy our little trip. That already happened. That already yeah. happened. Yeah, well. <laughs> the beauty, beauty of editing and uploading. It's a little bit of timey-wimey mess. Until then, have a great weekend. Bye. I still don't have a sign off. <laughs> I think you just start doing the Darth Vader breath. <laughs> <laughs>